Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. beg your patience this morning, I'm going to play the fool for a few minutes, and I mean that in the way that St. Paul used the term, tell you a little bit of a personal story. I grew up in a, a very pious and devout home, for which I'm grateful, and from my earliest memories, had a sincere faith in Christ, I think from my mother's womb. In our tradition, we had believer's baptism, so I had to wait until I was the ripe old age of six, I think, to get baptized. Mrs. Lulu came for a revival, and I was smitten by the little lamb and her puppets. So, <laughs> Even so, I wrestled in my early years. I wrestled fully surrendering my will to God. And in 1985, it was a watershed year. For me, in which I made a decision that I would live for God, surrender to His divine will completely. I decided that year, and a little bit in the year before that leading up, that my whole purpose in life was going to be to please, to please Him, no matter what that meant. This was more than just a decision. It really turned into an event. An event in my life in that year, which truly was a watershed from that moment until today, which unleashed a fiery zeal for the things of God. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about how that manifests, other than to say that was when I started uh, chanting the Psalms daily and chasing people down in the street to tell them about Jesus, which I did, routinely. <laughs> At any rate, I vividly remember one night after that decision, being gripped with a holy fear that the fire that I was experiencing could burn out and that I could end up back in a state of, you know, Christian mediocrity. That thought horrified me, I think, more than any other. And I remember telling God that I didn't want to be a shooting star, brilliant for a moment, only to just trail off into the night. So along with the decision to live for God, I made a commitment to never quit, to stay the course, finish the race, that I would pursue stability and faithfulness to the end. Here we are, not quite 40 years later. I figure I'm about halfway at this point. Um, which puts me at, I'm not sure. Forty years later, and I can say many times I have failed to perfectly fulfill my vow, yet by God's grace, I'm still running, 
still pressing on towards the finish line. This past week, I was at a uh, clergy, kind of a retreat for our diocesan, diocesan clergy. And I had the opportunity, so I went to confession. And in the middle of my confession, I got real emotional and began to cry a little bit. And I hadn't planned on saying anything about this. It just sort of came out. And I began to say to my confessor how I did not want to lose zeal for God, the zeal that he had given me. I didn't want to just, you know, fizzle out. Just came in the moment. And I remembered right then and there that same sort of holy fear and that prayer back in 1985 to the same effect. I want you to imagine with me for a moment a graph. I wish I had a, a whiteboard I could draw it for you, but you have to picture it. A graph which tracks your spiritual life. There's a beginning down here, and there's an end up here, a goal. This is what you're shooting for. And we like to imagine that between here and here is a nice straight line up to that goal. That's what we want it to be. That's what we think it should be. Just zip, right on up we go. No bumps or anything. But that's not what happens. That's not what ever happens. It's not how it works. What happens is, is the line kind of ascends up as we invest our lives in the kingdom of God, as we become zealous for the things of God, as we grow, we move upwards towards the goal. It's a joyous time, a time of faith, of expectation, of confidence. But what always follows this period of ascent, this ascent at some point starts to kind of do this, and then it levels off, always. It hits a plateau. And in that plateau, there's usually a lack of fervor, of interest, maybe distractions, maybe simple boredom, boredom with prayer, boredom with church, boredom with the things of God. Sometimes this coincides with some trial in our life, but not always. As we move along this plateau, we eventually come to an intersection on the plateau. We come to a point where we have another choice. We can either go down, or we can make another ascent, another journey upwards, another spurt of growth until we come to the next leveling. That's the graph of our life. It's the graph of every one of our lives. It will always be that way. It's also, by the way, the graph of a community, of this community. It is inevitable. The critical question is, what will we do on the plateau? That's the question. We could stay there, I suppose, indefinitely, or we could tragically take the route down, or we could continue our ascent. It is on the plateau that our faith is tested. On the graph, it looks like you're growing in the ascents. That's what makes sense. You see the graph. You're going up. You're making progress. You're growing on the ascents. But the real growth happens on the plateau. That's where the growth is. When your faith is tested, the ascent is just kind of the fruit. 
It's just the gravy that you get to enjoy after you've proven your faith. How do you measure? How do you measure how you do in your test period? How do you know that you're doing well? What should you be attentive to? Well, you measure it by stability, constancy, perseverance, and faithfulness. Now, I mentioned this graph can depict your personal life, but that it also can depict the experience, a corporate experience of a community. You know, you can telescope out and see it in a corporate manner. And it's one thing to chart the graph of your own personal life, but you get a really interesting vantage when looking at the corporate graph. Now, it's not because I'm anything special by any means, simply because of my position that God has me in here as your priest, that I see the corporate graph all the time, dealing with it on a daily basis. And I want to tell you what I see. The Holy Spirit does his work in our life. And he brings us to faith in Christ. And there is great joy. There's a great ascent. There's great zeal and fervor for the things of God. And for many of us, part of that means that we found the joy of the Holy Orthodox Church. We've come home. We've been born again, all over again. To find the kingdom of God in his church in his fullness. For others, we're coming to Christ for the very first time. Or maybe coming back to Christ after a very long time. We're filled with faith. And we make our ascent in fervency and joy. But as time goes on, we pass through a series of ascents and plateaus. At each plateau, hopefully we push through in faithfulness. And we continue up to the next ascent. That's what we hope for. That's what we see in a community. A thriving community. But what you also see on this corporate graph. Is that many as they journey. Over time. Begin to slow down. It may take a year or two or five or ten. But eventually for some. The plateaus get longer. And the ascents become more gradual. Over time, those who had once been fervent in this cycle, maybe we could call them leaders in the community, leaders in zeal, core, at the core, can fall back into mediocrity. The core becomes marginal. Some will continue to lead, but many who had exhibited fervency in their faithfulness will drop back into a position of just getting by. Some, very sadly, will drop off altogether. I've been doing this, I mean pastoring and working in the church, long enough to realize that this is inevitable on the corporate graph. Not only that, Jesus promises us that this is inevitable. Accepting that reality is necessary to stave off discouragement. That's why Jesus tells us it's going to happen so we can be prepared for it. It's going to happen. 
But I'm not telling you this this morning to discourage you. Because while it is an inevitable reality on the corporate graph, that's not the one you need to worry about. It is not inevitable on your personal graph. Not if you decide that that's not who you're going to be. And that is up to you. Your decision about this is nothing less, nothing more complicated than your decision to love and draw near to Jesus Christ. That's what all this is about. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about putting Him first and seeking intimacy with Him through faithfulness, through obedience and humility in His church. On the ascents and on the plateaus, but especially on the plateaus, because that's where our faith and our faithfulness is tested. It is sadly inevitable that some will go from being core to marginal, from fervent to mediocre. But it is not inevitable for you. Not a single one. Not if you decide that your whole purpose in life is to please Jesus Christ. Not if you will commit yourself to faithfulness and stability and pursue Him with your whole heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.